Welcome to the Nonprofit Voice Tech Series, a special edition of the Nonprofit Voice Podcast, hosted by Mark Becker, founding partner of Cafex's Partners and editorial advisory board member of Nonprofit Pro. In each episode of this monthly installment, Mark will have conversations with prominent nonprofit organizations and industry thought leaders to learn more about different technology offerings in the marketplace. Join us and together we will learn more about these innovative digital tools and how to navigate the rapidly evolving technology landscape. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Mark Becker here, founding partner of Cathexis Partners, and uh, wanted to kick off this year's podcast by talking about um, the technology landscape. Um, starting a new year, hopefully coming out of this whole thing, but I'm sick of saying that. Um, but, you know, it's never changing environment. There's a lot of going on in the, the uh, technology uh, nonprofit technology space with acquisitions and mergers and, and the like. So I thought, who better to have on the call than Watt Hamlet? So Watt, um, thank you for joining us. And uh, if you wouldn't mind kind of introducing yourself uh, and your background and uh, let's get started. All right, Mark, thanks for having me on the show. So I'm Watt Hamlet. I'm founder and principal of Watt Hamlet Consulting. I have a solo consulting practice where I focus on helping organizations navigate and succeed in the Salesforce ecosystem. And I've been doing that uh, work with WHC for the past four years. So I consult to nonprofits who need some guidance and assistance as they navigate the process of uh, working with Salesforce and making decisions about Salesforce. I also uh, consult to businesses in the space to help them become more effective at serving nonprofits in the Salesforce ecosystem. Um, so Salesforce is really my specialty, but um, I also have uh, you know, quite a background with other technology in the nonprofit space and recognizing that Salesforce is not the right solution for every nonprofit in every case. So I try to keep close tabs on things that are going on elsewhere in the ecosystem um, you know, and my goal really is just to help nonprofits be as successful as they can be with whatever technology they may choose to adopt. Uh, really smart man with a great um, pedigree and background. In fact, I think we met circa 2008, we were talking about earlier, um, uh, when you were at Convio, right? Um, and they just come out with their common ground and later eliminate CRM solution and you were a solution engineer there helping sell that enterprise solution to different uh, organizations. Um, and I think you, like me, right, that's when it was kind of an introduction to Salesforce was uh, through Convio and what they were they were looking to do to kind of compete at that time with BlackBot, right? That's right. Yeah. I mean, when I started at Convio as a solution engineer, they had just their own, their own product, their own platform that was called Convio. It was since rebranded to Luminate Online, but um, it was really just a, a platform for online engagement. And uh, in 2008, they released their first product on the Salesforce platform, Common Ground. And yeah, like you said, it was really designed to be a competitive alternative to Razor's Edge, which, which was the really the, the, you know, the biggest donor database product in the sector at the time. And um, I was just really fascinated by the fact that here's this commercial platform called Salesforce that can be reconfigured to actually function as a as a donor database for nonprofits and kind of got got hooked 
on that concept at that point in time. Of course, uh, as things played out, Blackwad ended up acquiring Convio <laughs> and those Salesforce-based solutions. Um, and in fact, we were just discussing the fact that it was uh, 10 years ago today, it was the third Tuesday in January, um, as we're recording this, that that uh, that acquisition was made by Blackbaud. Um, and so now, at that point in time, Blackbaud then owned Salesforce-based solutions alongside their other solutions. Common Ground was the uh, kind of the first one to go, I think, maybe within the first year mm -hmm. of having that product, they announced that they were going to sunset it. Um, and then Luminate CRM, the other products, has 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 hung in there for 10 years. But of course, as of June 30th this year, that product will no longer be offered by BlackBot. So they they sort of with acquiring Convio, they sort of invested in um, in Salesforce-based solutions. And now here, you know, 10 years later, they will have sort of fully divested themselves of, of Salesforce-based products. Yeah. So full full life cycle there of the, mm -hmm. the Luminate CRM product. Um, June, I think, end of June, uh, right? That's it's right. Yep. Uh, sunsetting. So I think there's still organization. I know there's still organizations who are helping them migrate currently. Um, in some cases, some are going to Razor's Edge, some are going to Nonprofit Success Pack, which has come a long way, right, in, in those 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, and some are going to, to other solutions. So people still making that move, but uh, definitely interesting to see the full life arc of that product. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, and like you said, I mean, the good news is that Salesforce's own offerings for nonprofits, particularly for, for fundraising, have, have come a long way. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, we'll talk a little bit about some of the the, the, the developments that happened last year, but really in the past two years now, salesforce.org, so the, the uh, part of Salesforce that serves the nonprofit space has developed six of their own paid products. They, initially, sales, salesforce.org would only essentially resell the mm -hmm. products that were developed by the, you know, the, the main salesforce.com company but that strategy changed a couple of years ago, and and now we really see the fruits of that. So, uh, you know, six different products that nonprofits can can purchase directly from Salesforce.org, um, and uh, I'm not aware of other products that are on the horizon at this point in time. But um, I'm sure they're I'm sure they're thinking of that, right? Because that's really become their their strategy now is to to not just be a reseller of the commercial products on the Salesforce side, but to actually you know, create and manage their own purpose-built products for nonprofits. Yeah, so let's start the conversation there, kind of, you know, the, the two big players um, when it came to enterprise solutions for, for a while were Salesforce and Razor's Edge. Microsoft has obviously also come into the, the mix um, and then some others, and we'll, we'll talk more about them, but, you know, Salesforce and, and BlackBot and, you know, kind of different mindsets when it comes to those two products, right? Uh, when you're looking at, you know, Salesforce, it's quite often, even though they do have kind of all-encompassing products and, and more packaged items that they're offering as a stack, um, it's still quite often, you know, a point solution, best-in-class point solution with Salesforce being the source of truth, the, the CRM, um, and using the app exchange um, and partnerships to kind of find other apps um, that integrate with Salesforce, whereas, you know, with BlackBot, quite often you're kind of doing the entire enterprise suite end to end. And, um, 
that's definitely very different mindsets there. Any 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 thoughts or comments about that? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I'm just always curious in terms of how how companies stack up to each other, and of course, here here with Black both Blackbot and Salesforce, you have public companies. Blackbot, of course, is exclusively focused on technology for nonprofits, or, or you know, sort of, sort of the not you know um, both the the software for nonprofits themselves, and then also now for for companies that want to. Um, sort of engage in philanthropic activities. So they kind of cover both of those bases now. Uh, so so that's 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 all they do. All of their revenue is associated with with serving that market. Whereas of course, Salesforce is, uh, I don't know, 16, $20 billion company. The nonprofit part of that is is tiny um, mm -hmm. compared to everything they do, but still they're they're uh, you know they they rival Blackbaud in terms of the number of customers that the number of nonprofit customers that they serve, the number of employees they have, um, and even now the number of solutions they offer. I was looking at Blackbaud's website uh, just because I don't work quite as much with them anymore, but just to kind of refresh myself. And there's eight different categories of products today that Blackbaud offers with with subcategories within there. Um, a lot of those have been driven by by acquisitions that Blackbaud has made over the years. So you know. E-Tapestry is still essentially right a product that Blackbot yep. offers that they acquired maybe 2007 or so. Yeah, that's about um, right. Uh, you know, some of the some of the things that they've acquired have since been sunset, like PIDI. I think Kintera uh, is pretty much no it, it, it is sunsetted. I think last year or a couple of years ago now. Yeah, yeah. Whereas other it. you know other things they've acquired are, are still active offerings, um, including including Luminate Online, still right. you know still still a product that they sell. Um, and then just uh, just in the past month, they announced their acquisition of Everfi, which is a product I'm not really that familiar with, but it's sort of builds itself as a solution for. Um, for learning, um, really targeted more towards companies and K-12 schools. Um, and that, as far as I can tell, that's that's the biggest acquisition they've made since they acquired Convio. I think at the time Blackboard acquired Convio, that was maybe the largest nonprofit uh, you know, acquisition ever from a technology perspective. Um, and but but ever ever five seven or fifty million dollars really, you know, kind of kind of dwarfs that Convio acquisition. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, so so Blackbaud is this kind of under the hood is this conglomeration of both technologies that they have developed themselves, plus things that they have acquired, and um, and you know, and, and and sort of focused on exclusively focused on serving serving the nonprofit space. When you when you look at Salesforce, right, um, kind kind of a similar story, and it's Salesforce under the hood is also a conglomeration of a lot of acquired products right. over the time, over time, um, the things that they've uh, created more recently for the nonprofit sector are mostly things that they have developed internally. So things like Elevate, their Elevate, online right. fundraising uh, platform. That kind of originated out of the seeds of, of their acquisition of, um, uh, oh, geez, what's it? Um, the consulting company. Yeah. Do you think there was some origins there? Because Round Corner had their own payment solutions and all that, um, or at least some yeah, thinking I, behind I, that. I, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure. My sense is that it was um, 
it was designed to kind of be a replacement for that sure. aspect of of the of the round corner product in GeoConnects, uh, which is also it was a, so that's an act that's an acquisition that Salesforce.org made yep. um, that they have they have basically you know announced sunsetted as, as yeah. sunsetted. Um, and so, you know, I think a lot of the product development that they've done has been in an effort to create par feature parity with the, 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 the tools that they acquired from Round Corner and are now, now sunsetting. Um, and then there's other players, right, that are starting to, to grow larger. So those are the, the two major players. But then there's been other acquisitions, even just in the last year, Bloomerang acquired Kindful about a year ago, right? Okay, um, yeah. Yeah. Every action merged with cyber grants, social solutions, and also acquired GiveGab and Salsa Labs last year. And now just this month announced Network for Good um, and Cause for Action is all into that mix. So, I mean, every action, that's that's a lot going on in, in that area, right? Yeah. I mean, they, they you know, for a long time, we're just, we're just growing organically that, that, that uh, sort of donor database and online engagement suite that every action built um, kind of kind of stood alone for for four or five years. And then back in 2018, they got some venture capital investment and then their their acquisition spree really began. So I I kind of I kind of saw them as sort of being in the in the mold of Blackbaud of looking to, um, to to grow the company through acquiring competitive tools in a lot of cases um, and uh, you know both both getting the the, uh, the products that come along with that but then also the market share that comes along with that right. so I think you know by the middle of 2021 last year every action had depending on how you slice it they have five or six different online engagement platforms whereas before there was just one right so so now here's one company that can be more of a one-stop shop in terms of being able to provide options for different parts of the nonprofit market. Uh, and then, yeah, like you said, when they got combined with social solutions and cyber grants, now not just focused on the fundraising aspect of nonprofit work, but also sort of the program management side for uh, human services organizations, and then sort of the, you know, the corporate social responsibilities, the side of the, the equation as well. Um, I think th there's not a new there's not a name for that new sort of entity <laughs> that's been announced yet. I, I think they're they're still planning to sort of sort of give it a name, but right now they're they're operating largely as different companies. But again, an example of how over time a single company has grown to be able to encompass more and more um, of the of the kind of the, the technology needs of nonprofits. Um, and you know, I I think that's. I think it's a I think it's a mixed bag, honestly. I'd love to know what you think of, think about it as well, Mark. But I do think, you know, as companies grow larger, there's more stability that comes along with that. Um, they have more capacity to serve more customers. Um, you know, there, there's just they they develop more maturity in their their software development processes and their customer services processes. So I do think there are definitely advantages that come with uh, with companies, tech companies serving the nonprofit space, growing, growing larger and more capable. Um, in the, time, the, right? But yeah, it takes a while to get there. And then, then, then you have the storming, forming, norming, you know, that's got to be going on. Because you think about, I think about um, every action now and 
they just on a, a small off you know set point solution of what they're really focused on they have i think four or five peer-to-peer fundraising solutions now because mm-hmm. um, give gab um had their own uh, but give gab acquired kimbia so now that was give gab enterprise i think and then salsa had their own every action had their own and network for good has theirs so now they have like five you know um low low small end um, mid-market kind of peer-to-peer solutions and what you know what do you do when you have all those in your pocket and have to support them all and and what does that look like you know and, and are any of them really the path forward um, versus you know where the where the other technology is at you know their competitors are at right now you know that's all very interesting what they have is kind of an offshoot of their main reasons for acquiring these companies right right and so if you're if you're a customer now that's in the market is it is it clear is it clear what your what your options are when dealing with these companies and I, and i think you know i think mark you and i both come from the perspective of having having been around this world for a while and i mean just you know talking about Convio and blackbot right that's sort of a perfect example of where you get sort of mixed signals in terms of are these technologies going to be around are they not if you're a nonprofit you don't you don't want to have to make a change in your technology every every one or two years you're looking to invest in something that's going to serve you for as long as possible and so yeah i think that's kind of the that is kind of the you know back to the mixed bag that is kind of the downside of these situations is it does um at least in the short term um it 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 creates some some lack of clarity around around what the options are for customers i think i think the other potential thing that happens is that or that can happen and i'm not i'm not saying this is this is the case with every action um but um you know is that uh you know, often it's it's in these smaller companies where more innovation is happening um, because they're because they're not saddled with years of technical debt um, mm-hmm. because they're smaller they can be more nimble and more responsive in kind of driving 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 innovation in their solutions and um, you know and I, I think you know I think what we've seen over time is that as these as these companies get acquired some of that tends to tends to cool a little bit and and rather than driving a lot of innovation there's often just almost pulling back right you see it kind of with you know with the way blackbot took common ground and illuminate crm out of out of the market over time right and instead of investing in in um innovating on those solutions they sort of let them sit on the vine and then eventually eventually cut them loose right yeah for sure so yeah in addition to those you know big players and and the ones that are getting larger through acquisition there's the other you know newer um more um cutting edge uh, a lot of arguably um you know that are coming out like give but butter virtuous has been around for a while but you know being more so in the nonprofit space now in the last few years um and then point solutions like fundraise up you know and um other um, kind of custom systems like driven up in Canada, you know, there's, there's a lot of other players here. So like 15, you know, years ago, when I first got into consulting, no one, am I saying, saying I heard from somebody else, um, could have been you for all I know, um, no one ever got fired for, for selecting Blackbot. You know, um, yeah, that was kind of the, the the mantra. You know, you you won't get you you won't get fired for for picking Blackbot because it was kind of the everybody knew of it and it had that. But now there's so many different competitors um, 
that are out there and so many different options and you know who's the best well that's not you know the right question and the answer in that case is it depends on you know what your you know your technology staff comfort with technology is your actual you know um, system requirements uh, your processes and a lot of variables your budget right all of these things come into play so it's not an easy answer but it's it's a it's a larger discussion right but just looking at it from a the basics you know looking at like an enterprise stack solution versus best in class point solutions there's even just challenges and considerations there right because if you go with an enterprise stack solution you you have to you know probably compromise on some of the the different um, features in in some of the point solutions um, whereas if you choose the best in class then you're you're you know choosing the right system for you hopefully um, through your your um, process selection process um, but then you have to make sure it all integrates and it's all talking to each other and the trains are running on time and all data is flowing everywhere it needs to be to your your accountants and your your support staff and everybody right so you know there's not one simple answer and and in those acquisitions it doesn't a lot of people automatically think oh well they've made this acquisition so they're now part of an enterprise suite and everything's integrated right and that's not even necessarily the case, you know, point in case, just because, you know, Blackbaud and, and LO, Illuminate Online through the Convio acquisition, I think they're still in the majority of the cases recommending Omatic as an integration solution between Illuminate Online and Razor's Edge versus their integrator because they're still very different systems that need to be connected via something. So um, it's, uh, you know, any any suggestions or any thoughts around that whole selection process and, and uh, how to weed through that? Yeah, I, I mean, I, no question, there's, there's more technology options for nonprofits than, than ever. And, and I think that's a great thing, but be, because, because um, choice, choices, a choice in the market is, is always a good thing, right? I mean, it, it where, where there's competition, vendors have to work harder to stay ahead of the pack, to keep their cu customers happy. So I love the fact that there are so many options out there, but the, 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 the downside of that is that it introduces a lot of complexity, both in terms of making the right choices for your organization and then being able to use the tools effectively for um, you know for a, on an ongoing basis in, in your nonprofit right there's there's challenges on the front end and on, and on the back end of those decisions I mean for, for, for my own part uh, you know and this is my, my my focus is really again kind of the Salesforce ecosystem but this is this is part of why I created my business was to provide a resource to organizations that can help them sort through that co complexity. Even, even with just keeping it focused on Salesforce, there's so many decisions to be made in terms of one, is Salesforce even the right product for you? And then if it is, what, what do, do, do you as an organization need in order to be able to use it effectively? So that gets into things like your staffing, your budget, just having a plan. Uh, the, the, the technology uh, often has capabilities beyond what the organizations can even absorb. So thinking about how do you, how do you not only change your technology, how do you change your organization to be able to take better advantage of the tools? Um, so I think, you know, whether organizations work with a consultant like me in that process or, or go through that work internally, I, 
from what I've seen, that tends to lead to better outcomes long-term if organizations have gone through that work of, uh, of, of a careful evaluation process. Um, so, you know, I definitely, I definitely am a big, big advocate for that. And again, because, because there are so many options to be considered and, and there's often not really great data out there about, you know, objective data about how one tool compares to another, what you can expect long-term if you adopt solution A versus solution B. So that's kind of one of my, one of my long-term dreams about, about uh, the, the, you know, technology in the nonprofit sector is that we would get to the point where um, we, would, we would have better data from which organizations could, could make these decisions. And you know, um, I, I haven't yet figured out sort of a, a way to, to do that, but I do think it, it would require some combination of sort of companies in the space, plus organizations, plus academia, plus foundations, doing some long-term studies around, around these topics. Um, and there are definitely examples of where that's happening in the space today, but um, I'd love to see, I'd love to see more, more of that go on. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree. The folks over at the pond are doing some great stuff yeah. with, with their, with their whole uh, process for helping organizations find people and uh, kind of, it's almost like a dating service, right? Yeah. Try, yeah. <laughs> trying to, trying to level the playing field of helping, helping, right organizations find the right technology vendors. Cause I mean, even just, even just, I remember walking into the expo hall at an N10 conference a few years ago and I felt overwhelmed mm -hmm. um, at, I mean, the, the aisles upon aisles upon aisles of these solutions, some of which I'd heard of, most of which I hadn't. And so where to even begin in figuring out, should I be talking to vendor A or B or C or D or you know exactly. all the way through to Z? Um, it's, 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 I think it's pretty daunting and I, and I feel for nonprofits that have to, that have to navigate these processes for their organization. It's important, obviously you can't, you can't thrive as a, as a nonprofit in this day and age without, without good technology and a good technology strategy, but, um, it's, 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 cha it's challenging to, to do that well. Well, and that's also why you and I are here, brother, right? That's why we're, we're here. Um, and, um, you know, we provide that consulting and it doesn't necessarily, need to start with, you know, hey, write us a check and we'll give you our advice. Um, we're always happy to chat with folks and and start. It's a small network of people. I mean, uh, yourself, a, a great example, you know, people moving all over the industry, right? They've, they've been at one one organization, one one platform, they move to another, um, and then they're in a consulting space. Um, so it's a it's a small network of folks. So definitely always take advantage of that. Um, to kind of to that end, you put out a, a great resource uh, in the last last few months, right? The Salesforce.org Consulting Partner Landscape Report. Um, you know, well done. I, I hear great things about it. Um, you know kind of highlights the different partners out there it's it's the audience is really more for the the salesforce partner consulting ecosystem is that right itself versus nonprofits but i think it's a pretty heavy um useful guide yeah 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 thank you yeah um so my kind of my the my vision for my business is is better better buyers better sellers so I mentioned at the beginning that I work both with nonprofits as well as businesses that serve the space. So, so last year to that end, I put out, put out two resources. The first was um, a guide for nonprofits to help them through the process of selecting a Salesforce partner for their, for their organization. Um, 
and then the second is was a, was a, a report specifically for businesses that look to serve the Salesforce nonprofit uh, space. Um, and I did. Uh, it's based on three years of research that I did on um, publicly available data on on the firms that serve serve nonprofits with Salesforce consulting. And I mean, I think that you know one of my biggest takeaways in doing that work is you know we've talked about the. Uh, the, the number of options that are out there just from a technology perspective for nonprofits, the thing that really jumped out at me in doing this analysis was um, it's a similar story on the consulting partner side for sure in this in the Salesforce world. I mean, just just in the past two years from 2019 to 2021, the number of firms grew by 64 percent that serve nonprofits. There's there's over 120 or so of them today. And I mean, Mark, back, you know, back when you and I were initially doing Salesforce consulting work, you could keep all of the firms that did that work in straight in your head, right? There were, there right. were you we could go name to them a, all. Their annual partner meeting and we were all in a very small room, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you could all changed. sit at one table, right? <laughs> and, and I mean, imagine 100, 126 now. So again, just an example of how um, I think it's, it's fantastic news for nonprofits who, who need, um, uh, you, you need these services and you, you can't, you can't use Salesforce effectively without a good consulting partner to help you. Um, but again, just an example of how the, the options have multiplied and that introduces more choice, more complexity for nonprofits, more decisions that have to be made. So, um, so yeah, this guide was, was my attempt or this report was my attempt to help the firms themselves sort of understand where they, where they sit in, in that realm, and then you know, over over the course of 2022, we'll be looking to kind of get more of that information out to nonprofits themselves to help them sort of understand just generally who these firms are, what they do, uh, you know, who's who's uh, who's who, and kind of how the firms are different from one another. Um, so again, that nonprofits can make the best decision of partners for their for their needs. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, this is a topic that we could definitely talk about for for a very long time, but. We should wrap this up soon. Before we go, any any final thoughts? You know, as we as we kick off twenty twenty two and and look towards the future. Um, I mean, I you know we we talked about you know some of the the things that have gone on uh, with with tech companies in the space, and I'm just here to say, like, I'm I, I'm I'm a cheerleader for all of them. I mean, my sort of my perspective is nonprofits exist to make the world a better place, and um, in, in order to do that, they need, they need good tools, they need good partners. And so I'm, I just want to encourage anybody who's, who's doing this work to, to, to keep doing it, to keep pushing, to keep looking for ways to um, meet, meet unmet needs in the space, to keep make, if you make tools, to keep making your tools better. If you provide services, keep making your services better. Um, because we all, we all stand to benefit in the end from, from that happening. Um, and so I, uh, I, I love it when I see new companies come into the space, new new consulting firms arise. Um, I, I love the the new capabilities that brings, the new energy, and so um, just want to kind of uh, kind of send out that note of encouragement to everybody who's 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 serving the space to just to just keep doing what you're doing, um, and you know and keep, and keep moving us all forward. Well said. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. And thanks, everybody, for listening in and uh, looking forward to the next, next section. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Nonprofit Voice. 
You can listen to more episodes of The Nonprofit Voice at nonprofitpro.com slash podcast slash the hyphen nonprofit hyphen voice. And remember, for your convenience, you can stream any and all episodes of The Nonprofit Voice on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify.